Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from one girl, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us in the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa. Let's roll something and get the day started. Hello, it is your girl Kels here today, and I am here to do a mental check-in with y'all and with myself. Um, so I recently, since moving, started with my therapist. Now I say started with my therapist, the long pause, because I dated a few other therapists before. And by dating, I mean exactly what I've talked about before, trying them out. I've gotten a bunch of different recommendations from people. Um, and I, I just, I go and I have an appointment with them. I talk to them and if I don't vibe, then we don't jive. Um, and so I finally found someone that I feel really comfortable with. She is incredible. It is telehealth, which is wonderful. And where I am kind of like my only real option, just cause I'm in the middle of nowhere, but yeah, it's been really great. And she reminded me of something yesterday that I think we all kind of need a reminder of. So this is a mental health check-in. I am here to let you know that I love you. I support you. Awake and Bake is here for you. We love you. We support you. You are doing your best, babe. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, you're on the right path. Take a deep breath and just trust that you got this. It will be okay. If you're in a, one of those hard seasons of life, this too shall pass. Just keep moving forward. Or hell, just stay where you are. Like Just stop. Sometimes I feel like we forget that, that you can just stop. That's an option too. You don't have to do. You can simply rest. Rest and recovery is just as important as the work that we put in, no matter what anyone tells you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had a therapy appointment yesterday and I have been feeling mostly good, especially since having the baby. I've been worried about, you know, postpartum depression and anxiety, um, and especially with my history of depression, anxiety, I really was scared about my postpartum period with the hormonal shift and having no sleep and just all of the stresses that involve being the mother of a newborn. I was like terrified of this period. Um, and I think because of that and because I was able to, before Phoebe came here, have my therapist ready, I, I had finally, I had found um, this woman that I'm seeing now before she was born. So we were able to have two appointments before she got here. So I was able to have that established care. Um, I found a psychiatrist that I love working with. I talked to Cole about what I'm going through, how I'm feeling, what I'm afraid of. And then I also talked to my doctor. And so I've got like, I kind of created this base team around me before I even got into that scary period until that postpartum time. Um, and now that I'm here, I'm, I'm feeling mostly really good, uh, emotionally, mentally, I feel motivated. And I think part of that is just the magical experience of becoming a mother and how it was for me. Um, I told you all my birth story. That was beautiful. It was one of the, the most magical things I've ever experienced. And I can't say this enough. I am so grateful to myself for taking the time and putting, the energy into my spiritual journey and all of the healing that I've done thus far before becoming a mother, I, it is hard for me not to sit here and think, damn, what if my mom had healed before she had a baby? Um, and I sure a lot of you can kind of relate to that. Um, it was, I think probably like the single most important thing that I did before becoming a mom was 
learning how to reflect and how to look inward and how to heal and that I won't ever be fully healed. Like that's not the goal. That's not what we're working towards. We're not trying to attain perfection, full healing. What we're trying to attain is survival and resilience and just building and evolving into a new, newer, more healed person who is able to recognize their imperfections and still find love and beauty in them and give themselves grace. Um, and I think when becoming a mom, that's something that's really helpful because then during these stressful times, I've been able to stop and reflect and be like, hey, it's going to be okay. Um, she'll stop crying. Eventually she has to fall asleep. Like I trust my path. I know that I'm going to be okay. I'm protected. I'm not going to sit here and be anxious about all of the 15 million things that could go wrong with her while she's sleeping. I'm going to sit here and get some sleep myself. Um, and again, all of that is stuff that I've learned just from my own experiences and from my time here in this world. I've learned that like, it's, it's a, I can't say I'm not anxious, but a lot of times my anxiety is wasted energy or uh, misplaced energy. There's no such thing as wasted energy, but it's just misplaced. And so I'm learning how to kind of redirect my anxious energy into not just gratitude, which is something that I was hyper-focusing on as staying positive, but more towards neutral things um, like the faith that the crying will end. <laughs> um, when it comes to, uh, obviously with babies, SIDS is a huge worry. Um, and I have at times at 2 a.m. been Googling SIDS and what to do to prevent it and blah, 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 blah. But it turns out like the fact of the matter is that there is no preventing something. Some things just happen. Terrible things happen. And I'm not saying something terrible is going to happen, but it does. And it has to happen to somebody. And I'm just being in the moment, I guess, is what I'm trying to say is instead of letting that anxiety push me forward into some painful future that doesn't even exist. I am being in the moment and allowing myself to just feel content and at peace with the now. Um, so the one thing that I am really struggling with postpartum, and I even hate to admit this, I don't know why I feel like embarrassed admitting this. I think it's because I do have such, I have so much love for myself and my body, um, but I'm struggling with that uh, postpartum body change, guys. It is weird. <laughs> my body is very different. My tits are crazy. My nipples are crazy. I, I don't think my nipple, will my nipples ever relax again? If you're a mom and you're listening to this, will I ever not have hard nipples again? Because holy shit, breastfeeding is crazy. Uh, so I just like, am, I'm someone who I love my body. I love everything it's done for me. I love the way it feels, the way it looks at my normal. <laughs> now being in this postpartum time, I'm kind of, it's, I'm struggling with accepting the changes. Um, and I'm struggling with, you know, that my pants are tight and I have to size up and all this stuff, all the bullshit, all of the typical bullshit. Um, and so I was talking to my therapist yesterday and I was letting her know that these thoughts are really creeping up. And I said to her, you know, I'm, I'm, 
fighting them with gratitude and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm telling myself what I love and I'm doing all the things and I'm writing down all the things that my body has got me through. And she stopped me right there and she said, you're doing the right things, but you know, you can't get rid of those thoughts. And I was like, what, what do you mean? I can't get rid of them. That's why we're here. Right. And she reminded me that, no, that's not why we're here. As much as it sucks, (laughs) I will never silence those voices in my head. They are such a learned behavior. They are so ingrained in who I am, in my mind, in my neural pathways. I don't mean who I am like at my soul. I mean my literal physical brain. Um, When you have thoughts like that, when something like that has been with you your whole life, then your body, your brain creates these neural pathways to allow those thoughts to come through. And she was letting me know that you can't burn those bridges. You're not going to get rid of neural pathways. But what you can do is allow them to just pass. It's not our thoughts that are what's hurting us. It's the power that we give them. We need to step back. We need to remember that a thought is literally nothing. Like a thought can just fall and die. There is no action behind a thought. It's when we put that action behind it that gives it that power over us, that allows it to consume our everyday lives, that allows it to make us forget the good thoughts. Um, And it's not about having more good thoughts than, I mean, I guess it's more about having more good thoughts than bad thoughts, but it's not about, um, I don't know what I was going to say there, guys, you know, that one joint. But yeah, I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share that it is, we are in control of our lives. Yes, we are in control of our everything, our minds, our bodies, all of that. But that doesn't mean that sometimes things are going to kind of come across that. Even in in our our physical lives, things that are going to come across that are going to bother us, like something that triggers you. A trigger is also something that you can walk away from, an external trigger. If someone is triggering you, don't hang around with that person. Don't talk to that person. If something is triggering you, walk away, get away from it. If if your brain, if your thoughts are sending triggering thoughts, see them and release them. Then just be like, oh, remind yourself that a thought is, is simply a thought. There's, there's, there's no nothing to it. You can forget about it. The only thing, the only person who's hanging on to your thoughts is you. The only person who's reading into your thoughts is you. So just remember that you have that power over your brain. Your brain doesn't have that power over you. And remember that you're loved. And take this time, if you're listening now, um, take a couple extra minutes and just write down some feeling words of how you're feeling right now. And then look at those words and reflect, is that how I want to be feeling today? What can I do to feel better? Um, what, if you're feeling great, what did I do to feel this good that I can continue doing throughout my day? Just take some conscious time to think about your mental health, where you are. And if, if you, one, if, you, if you're doing something right, what is that thing? What's making you feel so good? And two, if something doesn't feel right, what is it? What's be- making you not feel like you're best, like you're worthy of the love that you are worthy for? I'm here to tell you that. Um, and then buy yourself a treat today. You know what? It's a treat day. Get yourself something good. 
and stay high, obviously.